Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. Yes. Write this down. Yes. Write it down. You like writing things down. Who's pumped for the season finale of Write That Down here today, boys? This is crazy. Yeah. This is craziness right now, too. It's wild, man. We, the listeners are kind of struggling in Purple Daily Write That Down, so they're mostly just playing for pride today. But the three of us, as we make our last three predictions of the write that down season going into the Super Bowl, are all separated by basically one percentage point of completion percentage. And the touchdown battle is up in the air, too. Ugh. Write it down. You this like is the closest race so in, in any version of write that down we've ever had, right? Yeah, we've had two person races before right. that are really close, but never a three person race where anything is possible. Everything's on the table. Friendships, Everything. Nothing friendships is off are in the jeopardy. Table. Friendships are in jeopardy. <laughs> Everything's on the table. Nothing's off the table. It's going to be crazy. A very special edition of Purple Daily. Write that down. Before we get into this here, Judd, why don't you tell the audience how they can lose weight here? Maybe maybe you have your fun little Super Bowl party, and then on yep. Monday, you change your life. huh? Uh- Absolutely. That would be through our friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, who uh, right there helped Sports Dad drop 40 pounds a couple of years ago. And now they are offering breakthrough weight loss medications in their center locations. Livia's new medical weight loss program offers GLP-1 medications that will support you in overcoming those biological barriers we all face that can make losing weight so difficult. And otherwise, there is a plan that's going to help you drop weight. And as I've been talking about for years now, Livia is not only going to help you drop the weight, they're going to help you keep that weight off for good so those pounds don't come back. 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Check them out. All right, boys, here's how this works. Write it down. You like writing things down. If you're new, we will explain the rules here, or maybe you just need a refresher. So we make three Vikings or football-related predictions each week, so everyone makes three. They must be 
football related and quantifiable are pretty much the only or or it must be about the show in some form too. We count those. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns and listeners. If you want to be like James and participate, send Declan a message through the Score North app. Let's start with Judd here on the accountability session. Uh oh. Oh no. Mm. A little Mm-mm. more red. A little more red than you probably wanted. Mm-mm-mm. You said Brian yeah. Flores will get two or more interviews for head coaching jobs, but won't get hired. Got none. Mm-hmm. You said the Ravens would be AFC champions this season. And I, ga- I gave you like a few weeks after the Packers got bounced just in case something weird happened. But you sure. did say a year ago that Goody won't be the Packers GM after 2023. Fair enough. I guess if something crazy happens, like we'll come back. Yeah, to we this, can come back to it, but it's not going to. Probably not going to fire that guy. You did say Leslie Frazier would be on a coaching staff in 2024. You said that last week and it came off the board very quickly. Seattle, assistant head coach. Congratulations. That's a nice hire for them. Absolutely. Smart guy in the room, former head coach, defensive mind in a yeah. in a defensive city. They like clearly got there in Seattle. In retrospect, now got pushed out in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, something something he weird. Didn't want to spend a, you know, he's going to spend a year away from football. Well, I think he was probably asked to, so that's very nice. But yeah, good for him. And uh it, it's the exact type of job he belongs in. Yeah. He'll be very good. Okay, uh, some red for me okay. here as well. So I I procrastinated this first one. This is from the first Lions-Vikings game, and I had to go back and like look at the film, the All-22 film, to determine whether this prediction was correct or not. This was a really bad beat, and I will explain. So I said the Lions would put an extra offensive lineman on the field in a non-goal line situation and gain a first down against the Vikings. So I went through, and Dan Skipper reported eligible five or six times in that first game against the Vikings, including two eight-yard gains on plays. Oh, boy. But it was like first and 10, eight-yard gain. Now it's second and two, so no first down. They did score a touchdown on a play inside the five-yard line in which Dan Skipper reported eligible, but it was like at the one-and-a-half-yard line, so... Technically, it would have been like a goal line package. So I, I, I put the stipulation non-goal line on here, which screwed me, I guess, is the main point. Wow. So this, was, this was incorrect. I said Ron Rivera, Brandon Staley, and Sean McDermott would no longer be coaching their teams after the season. McDermott turned it around. Uh, but I told you guys, there's a touchdown here, boys, that the Minnesota Arena football team would not have an S at the end of it. It would be a like a non-plural name. Wild. Like the Wild, yes. The Minnesota Myth is the name of the... Who I thought was supposed to play in St. Paul, but now I've, I saw Target are going to play right? at Target Center. Yeah. What happened? And the championship game, the league championship game, if, if the league makes it that far, is going to be a Target Center. <laughs> is there concern that they might not make it? This is, the third, this is the third revival of the AFL. <laughs> yeah, I would say that there is genuine concern. It started in 1986, and they made it like 20 years, and then they went bankrupt. They took one year off, then they came back for like 10 years, went bankrupt again. Now they're back. 
I covered yeah, a fighting pike game back in the day. I'm excited to make arena football predictions here in a, in a month or two. Yeah, we I'm got UFL. Up. We got arena yeah. football. Ricky Foggy yeah. coaching them. Yeah, how about that, man? Foggy. So, okay. Listeners, Tyler said Ryan Wright would make first team all pro. I didn't check, but I'm assuming that didn't uh, happen. No, he did yeah. not. He had a bad year. His his roster spot should be in jeopardy. Nate has a parlay here. He said Justin Jefferson would win Offensive Player of the Year, be on the cover of the next Madden, and get the highest average annual value contract in NFL history. I think he meant for a non-quarterback, but uh, he's not going to win Offensive Player of the Year. Martin said, by the 2024 Super Bowl, Mike Zimmer would be part of a Super Bowl team. And he did specify the 2024, like like the year of yes. 2024 on this one. So Zimmer might get hired to be the DC of the Cowboys. So maybe next, maybe next year. I heard uh, Rex Ryan also interviewed for that job. What? Mm-hmm. He shouldn't leave TV. That. He should not leave TV. But he's kind of he's like a part time TV guy. He's yeah. he's doing it on like Sundays and Mondays, and I don't he wants know. To get back in. If he's doing it on the side, but whatever teeth whitening service he has, he should be endorsing. That man has the brightest white teeth I have ever seen in my entire life. It's a cartoon, hundred percent. It literally is. It it has like I think it like you know in cartoons they do a little sparkle when something's ding. so white. I think I actually yeah. see that on the screen. I think it's ding no, when he smiles. Rex has has to to look good to satisfy that feed fetish that Rex has. Does he have to look good to satisfy that? I don't though? know if that. I don't know if that applies. I don't the know foot if foot fetish thing is one of the funniest stories that? of all. The, the, you about that? The foot fetish story is one of my favorites of all. He time. jokes about it on his like Monday hits on ESPN too. It's like, if anybody hilarious. knows feet, it's me. It's me. <laughs> and then David said, "This is this is from two years ago. He predicted wow. before the 2021 draft. He said a wide receiver will be available at pick 14 for the Vikings." And the Vikings will instead either take a different position or will trade back, and that receiver that they and a a receiver that they pass on will have a one thousand yard uh, season at some point. So, I think what he kind of failed to realize with this prediction, and maybe us too, is that literally any receiver that was taken after fourteen in that draft yeah. would be would count for this prediction. But we had to go all the way to like the third round and wait three seasons. There, it was not a very good wide receiver class after 14. Nico Collins finally hit 1,000 yards year three for the Texans. Oh, that's what he is. I was going to just fully admit who is Nico Collins. <laughs> uh, Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud uh, made him a 1,200-yard receiver. That's a heck of a prediction going way back, though. But it's like he basically said there will be a receiver that gets selected after the 14th pick that gains a thousand yards in a season at some point. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's I'm a convoluted way to get there. Time, the amount of time that that sucker took. That's what's yeah. impressive. Can't sneak anything past the master spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Declan. Interesting week here for the Dexter. Oh, the fish. I bet the fish. You said Minnesota's arena football league team will be named after a fish. <laughs> myth. Minnesota myth. You said there'd be a credible report that the PIF, the Saudi investment fund, oh, yeah. would have interest in buying the XFL or USFL by the end of the 2023 calendar year. I didn't I didn't see anything specific no. to that. And then, of course, the XFL and USFL wind up Merged. merging anyways. So, no. yeah. But this is a touchdown. 
you said before the trade deadline, the Vikings would acquire at least two 2024 draft picks between when you made this prediction and the deadline. So Ezra Cleveland was one of them. Yep. That was for a sixth round pick. And we were just waiting. The Josh Dobbs trade had a conditional seventh round pick attached. Yep. And it was, he had to start at least five games. So because Dobbs didn't start at least five games, the Vikings get a seventh rounder from the Cardinals in addition to the sixth rounder they got from the Jaguars. So Declan's prediction does come to fruition. They did get at least two draft picks. This was a journey because originally this was off and then I had to fight and then we had to hold. And now here it is as a touchdown. It's yeah, this is, this is how write that down works, man. Like it's not always just a straight linear path to your correct answer. (laughs) The appeals court, the appeals court. So with that going into the final week of predictions here, and there's still stuff on the board that could come off too. There's like season ending award stuff. There's also, I was going to say, I think there's a lot of stuff potentially to come off the board. There's stuff lurking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Declan right now is at 36.1% completions. Judd and I are tied at 35.1%. So the three of us are all within 1%. Declan with a slight lead here. Listeners at just 21.1% playing for pride. Declan has 16 touchdowns. Judd with 13. I have 12. Listeners have 10. It's going to be tough to catch Declan with not many uh, predictions to come off the board. For the career stats, Declan, 35.5%. Judd, 35%. I'm at 33.1%. Listeners at 22.5%. I have 45 career touchdowns. Declan up to 39. Listeners at 37. And Judd with 31. Write it down. How about you that? Like writing things down. Dude. So much drama. Next week's going to be epic. Oh, yeah. So much drama. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like there's a lot of end of the season stuff that comes off the board. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, well, sort of, because the the regular season stuff is already off the board. But the awards, I feel like we predict awards a lot of oh, times. awards. I forgot about it. And some of those we've taken off, like there was a Trevor Lawrence MVP. Yeah, so right. it's, it's the predictions for this week are going to move the needle more yeah. than the predictions, no, I think. I'm fully that are aware of that with my predictions, yeah. but I'm prepared to try yeah. and win right Christian now. McCaffrey will catch a pass in the it's Super Bowl. Yeah. I just well, nailed one of your predictions, that, didn't I? That's a good one. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Let's get James in here. He's making his debut on Write That Down with that glorious mullet. You did jump on the last vent line of the season. We, How could we forget James? What's going on, man? Howdy, guys. Uh, it's, it's going. It's um a glorious time of the year, the off season. It's I almost enjoy this more than the regular season. Maybe like the first couple of weeks when we're uh, the potential of the Super Bowl is still in our grasp. But um, yeah, this is a great time of the year. What is uh, what's like one thing that you really want the Vikings to do between now and the end of the draft? I mean, not not to uh, maybe this is a little bit of a, a foreshadowing for one of my write that downs, but um, I loved trading Rick Spielman, trading draft picks, moving back, getting all those seventh round picks. So I guess my ideal situation is we trade back and we we load up um on some really good young players 
So you're like you, it, your Rick Spielman dream would be to pick every slot in the seventh round at some oh, point, yeah. right? It would probably me. take you three years to like maneuver and collect all those picks because you'd need like future seventh round picks to kind of exactly. Wouldn't that be great? And then just quit as the GM. Like no one sees it, but oh. the Vikings like they keep picking up these seventh round picks, and all of a sudden the Vikings have every pick in the seventh round of the 2026 draft. Quasi just quit. <laughs> Yeah, peace out. That's how you get Purdy or you get uh, Tom Brady, right? If you if you make enough uh, quarterback selections in the seventh round. Yeah, yeah. Who who's the guy from uh, Iowa? Was it Nate Stanley who they took? Nate Stanley wasn't Jake Browning like a was he undrafted? Undrafted. Was he okay? Yeah. But Nate Stanley but was Nate in there. Stanley was like the last guy where Rick like took a swing in a late how, round. Pick. How many of these quarterbacks, like the quarterbacks we make fun of, you know, like Nate Stanley and uh, who was that one guy, the three initials guy? Uh, M. Bethel Thompson. McLeod Bethel Thompson. playing for the Toronto if, Argos. But how many of those guys, if you were to put them in Kyle Shanahan's system well, for like two training camps, would be, you know, captaining a Super Bowl team? Well, Nate Stanley, too, never had a chance. I mean, do you think Mike Zimmer was going to give Nate Stanley at the time of day? And I can He wanted to give him Brock Purdy. He wanted to give Brock Purdy the time of day. No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, the Vikings whiffed on Brock Purdy or something like that. You're right. There is no way. There's a lot of coaches that, that would be like, kid, you got no chance. Yeah. Based on what uh, James, what before we get started here, what's your history as a Vikings fan? What what are your first Vikings memories? <clears throat> um, so I, I live here in Texas and I've I've lived here most of my life. Um, so I, I, I'm not full blooded Midwest, but uh my dad grew up in the Midwest, uh born in Kansas, grew up in northern Minnesota. Um, so I kind of inherited it. You know, he tells stories of when he was going to school in Minneapolis, um, you know, playing some schoolyard ball with the purple people eaters, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, um, I just inherited it. And then when I was a kid, it was like the Randy Moss, um, era. So it was an easy, um, thing to pick up. And and I have the picture of me with my big Randy Moss jersey as a kid. Um, yeah, so that's how I became a fan. You know, my 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 earliest memory, I'd have to say, is the um, maybe not a positive one, but the uh, I can't remember who the receiver was, but it was a it was a primetime game playing against the Packers, and there was a incomplete pass at the end of the game, and uh, the receiver somehow bobbled it and like picked Chris it up, Dishman. but the defender didn't tap him it down. Was like, Antonio Freeman was yes. the receiver right and then chris dishman was and it was the end of the chris first dishman half th- thought he broke it up yeah. yeah that was my biggest uh Maribel. vikings pain moment at least in my youth so. that's a good one though because like that that got you in 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 a yeah. very hurtful game but it's not a playoff game so like that prepared you that steeled your heart against the future hell to come exactly yeah, what was that? Was it like 2001? Dennis Miller was on the Monday Night yeah. Football call for that game. Al I'm Michaels, sure. Dennis Miller. Yeah, that was um, super weird. Time. Is it Boomer Esiason? Might have been. Might have been Boomer Esiason. What a, what a weird time in NFL history there. Just let's put Dennis Miller in the Monday Night Football broadcast booth and see if we can make some people laugh. Yep. Hmm. So, all right, let's uh, let's start with James here. We'll go around the room. Three predictions each. James, you make your first one. Over to Judd, Declan, back to me. You're under center, man. Fire away. Write this down. All right. Um, so for starters, I'm not – I don't see eye-to-eye with you guys on on everything, and so this is maybe one that I'll, I'll kick us off with. Um, I love Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the best. I'm, I'm a dad. I get it. 
I'm putting nuggets on my kid's plate. Um, you know, the whole singing hymns to his kid at night, like awesome. I love it. Um, so this, this first prediction is, is for him. Um, Kirk cousins before he retires, he will win a playoff game. Okay. But not for the Vikings. And he will, before he retires, beat the Minnesota Vikings in either a regular or postseason game. Wow, dude. Cousins totally revenge for regular season. I could totally see that. Yep. Yeah. Falcons, noon, yeah, noon. Can, can totally see that. That's Kirk Cousins against yep. the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. I will Fox. absolutely follow him in his career. I'm super excited for him. I still bleed purple. Um, I, I can like both, right? Um, it's, it's best for him and it's best for the Vikings. My wife talks about the cousins as if we're friends because she follows Julie on uh, Instagram. That was <laughs> awesome. This yeah, is great. For, for now, I think it's it's best for us all to part ways. If Kirk had y- your hair, dude, I'd be a big Kirk stand as well. Wow. That's oh, what really? I like. Oh, a mullet? Oh, yeah. What if it mullet. was but I think if he had if he had hair like James but was the same personality is it just about the hair or is it, hey, like if he had hair like that, he'd be a little bit more of a badass and clutch the moments. The changes or my opinion of people instantly <laughs> and it's for the better. Jared Allen, man. I mean, that is a Jared Allen mullet to a yeah, T, I think. Yep. It's a great look. Okay. Right. Judd, you're up All next right. here. Um, shooting my shots for Sunday's game to try and pull this thing out, at least for the completion percentage. The Chiefs will beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP. Oh, okay. So I mean, Chiefs will win, and then they'll. I was they'll expecting more of a check down there. I was expecting like the Chiefs will gain five yards at some point on in the no, first half. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know what? There's no reason to take shots at me. I'm telling you right now, it's a parlay. But the Chiefs will win on Sunday. And the and the MVP and Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP, which is not a surprise. If the Chiefs win, the odds are increasingly really, really high. That the quarterback will be the MVP. Yeah. Write this down. Okay. Dex? All right. First one for me. I'll do another prop bet uh, for the Super Bowl. So write this down. The Gatorade bath color of the winning team. I nailed this two years ago. I was incorrect last year. But the Gatorade bath of the winning team will be the color orange. Orange. Okay. I'm going orange for the winning team super bowl gatorade bath that we'll see on the coach at the end of the game and i and i think last year it took a little while for that to like surface and everyone was remember twitter yeah. was on them like on they a, didn't catch it on where, camera where is it because this is a legit super bowl prop bet that you can make on every sports book so the gatorade bath color of the winning team will be orange so i think you, it's a home it's a touchdown no matter what because it's yeah. like it's there, there's like four or five likely colors that it could be do you so think the, san fran wins then because there's a because there, there's a red color, and I got to think if the Chiefs win, they're going to pour red on the coach. I don't know. Do we know I, what the Chiefs have poured before? I really think it I don't. Could be, I'm just guessing. It could be anything. Like I, I, I think, or it could be for either team. I should say. Okay. So right yeah, now, I'm just asking you off the record. I, I wasn't trying to pin you down. Right now, it uh, orange. I believe this is according to OddShopper.com. Oh, um, Odd Shopper. The thinking man's guide to yeah. sports betting. Wally Football and Odd Shopper <laughs> combined. I will say Orange is right now the favorite, according to this website, at plus 200. Okay. 
the most oh, two abs- to one really two to one next is yellow lime or green that is one category at plus 380 really? the most outlandish color is white or water or clear at plus a thousand but i saw one on a different site where like purple was the favorite at yeah I plus think, 250 or something i don't know if I don't know if Purple involvement in game. I don't know why you do that. It's oddshopper.com. Odd yes, just put in your social security <laughs> number <laughs> and your five favorite credit cards. Here's your bank routing number. Take that in. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, write this down in the same spirit as write Dex. This down. My prediction? Tails. Oh. Tails. Coin toss. For the opening coin toss, okay? So I did some research on this. 53% of coin tosses in the Super Bowl have landed on tails. I'll take the 3% juice on this. I will play the odds. I don't know if the coin is just like slightly weighed heavier on that side. If I don't know, but I'll take the, uh, I'll take the 3% historical boost for tails. Give me tails. Write this down. James. All right. Uh, I alluded to it earlier. Big draft fan. My, my poor wife, at least in, in our twenties, um, you know, she would see me on draft night. I've got like a, the whole wall taken over with like each of the teams in order. And I've got the hundred, I've written down the names of the hundred prospects and I'm like, hang what? on, that's, that's going awesome. on. Dude, that's great. Yeah. I James, love the draft. James. Dude, send us, seriously, send us a photo. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll show uh, it on Purple like, Daily or something when, when we're done. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, I had to get in a draft prediction. Uh, so it's a, a bit of a parlay. So as I was saying earlier, love the trades. So the first leg of the parlay is we will not pick at 11. In my ideal world, we trade back, um, but we'll see. Um, we will pick. Now, the earlier you mentioned that we, we got an additional conditional pick. I currently have nine picks as our number of picks. Maybe that's gone up to 10. Uh, I'd have to look and see if that has been accounted for. But I okay. I believe, I mean, they definitely... Uh... They definitely have a seventh round pick coming. Okay. Right? Or no? Now I'm all mixed up. <laughs> we can look I, after, I, but I'm, I'll say we're we're gonna make at least nine player selections this year, uh, which is the current amount. And then of those nine, uh, or however many we end up picking, four of them will be on the on the offensive or defensive line. We're gonna get bigger in the trenches. Okay. So that excludes edge. So I'm saying like we're getting tackles, we're getting guards, we're getting um, a center maybe. So okay. of those selections, four at least four of them will be on the offensive or defensive line. Makes sense. Fair enough. Yeah, they've been kind of they've been neglecting defensive tackle for a while in the draft. I feel like Sharif Floyd was like the last real actual stab that they took high up. Oh, I loved I loved that draft. We were like was that the year we got three first round picks? It was yeah, Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. 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 Those first two picks, Floyd was really really good. Unfortunately, he got butchered in that that attempt. He to... picked the wrong surgeon is what he happened. Picked right? one of the, and they picked one of the top surgeons in the country and he like slid. That's very weird. You're story. not going to bat a thousand as a surgeon, right? Well, just You know what though? That was unsuccessful surgery. To Royce's point, I want to see when they say unsuccessful. That was unsuccessful. Press release, Miss Vikings. Sharif Floyd this morning underwent unsuccessful, unsuccessful surgery. surgery. We are what does that mean? We have no idea, but his career's in trouble. He's suing us, and he probably won't play again. But that was, right a shame. Down. That was really, really sad. Judd? All right, uh, back to Sunday's game. Debo Samuel, 
will play in this game. Now, I think the first injury report is out today because it's Wednesday. Is that your prediction? No. Nope. Oh. nope. But I'm just saying, just for the point of reference, he will play. But will be seen during the game on Sunday, leaving the field with an injury of some sort. So he, he will either grab his shoulder and limp off and go off, or he'll be put on a cart. There will be something where where they show him leaving the field with a clear in injury, so not just trotting off. Like so, okay. Uh, clarification here: Does the game have to be like paused? And he he's like, nope, nope. He he could make a play, grab right, a shoulder. Dude, it's a three-hour football game. Like right. everyone, here's, everyone's gonna walk the sideline. Like ah. Judd, here's here's where you can probably get this. You you need the team to confirm an injury. Like he is questionable to return. Sure. Probable. You you need okay. a team announcement. Yep. You need a team because if he just like gets tackled and oh I, man, it's yep. I just got smoked by you know a safety or something. It's you'll football. know it when you see it. You'll know it when you see <laughs> okay, it. But but you it, do we we do need team acknowledgement. Sure, sure. But you in, need okay. team acknowledgement. But in the conference championship game, he I think grabbed his shoulder and went went off. And then to Declan's point, they acknowledged it as well. Okay. So yeah. So there'll be there'll be like a report on the sideline yeah, of I'm like not saying oh he's gonna like he's... itch himself and leave and that that's well, you, you it. were yes. kind of uh, yeah. Well, so no, that's no, like no, we need no, to quantify no, these. Okay, like he gets you know he gets tackled and gets rolled up on because it's football yep, and fine. like oh he's his ankle hurts that's fine. but okay that's fine. He he is prone. This to is get a lawyer. This is where lawyer Chase is gonna. I guarantee yep. you, it's well, gonna come down Tracy to this Wolfson prediction. Comes on if Tracy Wolfson comes on and says he's questionable or something, that yeah, that solidifies it. So I'm fine with that. Okay. Lawyer Chase, just be on. Be well, on hold alert. on a second. If she comes on and says that there's an update, we do not need Lawyer Chase. I agree with that. But if if a desperate Judd needing one more point next week says, "Hey, look at this play in the third quarter. Yep. Yep. It looked like it looked like he he was like his his arm was hanging that. a little bit." And not, he, no, 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 <laughs> you, no. You were no. trying to quick pitch us. You were trying to. Quick no, pitch. no, you guys are. You know, you guys yes, are you very are. leery of a guy that I'm plays just saying, the game the right way. I'm just saying, if this was plays a if this right if this was the right that down court of law, I may accuse you of predicting a football player in a three hour intense football game will have something be painful for a portion. You know, a lot of guys. You know what? In the course of a full football game, a lot of guys walk off. The field absolutely fine, and the other ones are cowards, and the other ones Sissies. are are injured, and that's what I'm predicting. Okay. This guy gets hurt a lot. Okay, Declan. I write this down. I'll take a prop bet on down. Brock Purdy. So right now he is at twenty and a half completions for the Super Bowl. I'm going to ride that over. They're going to need Brock to pass the ball. They're going to need Brock to at least make some big completions here. Yes, everything runs through CMC, but Brock Purdy will go over. 20 and a half completions in the Super Bowl. I'm also drinking Brock Purdy Kool-Aid here. Okay. And I have the 49ers winning the Super Bowl, I think, in a prediction from two or three months ago. So that's already, I already already have that. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy will win Super Bowl MVP. And off the record, will then be crowned as one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL by the national talking heads on Monday. And I guarantee you, actually, Another off the record prediction that the, if that happens, those Monday shows like the Stephen A. Smith first take and the Skip Bayless take fest with whoever else, they're going to have a question on the screen that says something like, "Does this Super Bowl MVP confirm that Brock Purdy is elite?" But 
I don't think we can quantify that. So we'll just leave it at Brock Purdy wins Super Bowl MVP. Write this down. All right, back to James for your third and final prediction. All right. Um, we talked about it earlier, the, the mullet. So I, I told the longer version of the story during the um, the vent line session at the end of the season. But the, the mullet is inspired by Jared Allen. Um, he's my, my all-time favorite uh, Viking. He uh, rode out onto the horse for his uh, induction into the Ring of Honor about a year ago sitting there by my wife. And I said, Hey, like the time has come. Like, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> with my life. I've got to grow out a mullet. She gave me spousal approval. Um, so I started growing the mullet. Um, not that I don't love the mullet, but the time has come. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the mullet to go. Wow. So write this down tomorrow is the hall of fame, uh, finalists that they, cho- they choose the class. Um, Jared Allen will be selected for the 2024 uh, Hall of Fame class. I guess that, that'll be um, the icing on top. And, and Judd, you, you previously asked me if I would cut it off then, like as soon as we know, or if I'd wait until the induction, probably I will cut it off um, this week, but we'll see. If, if for some reason he doesn't uh, get inducted into the Hall of Fame or d- doesn't get selected, uh, I'll probably cut it down. Like I have a little bit longer than what Jared usually wore his, but I'll have to keep it for at least another year. Yeah. Love it, man. So he, he's going to get that, that knock on the door, right? Isn't that how they do it? That guy goes around. Is that guy still doing it? I don't know if that guy's still doing it. Or did he, did something happen to that does, guy? And, and does, you only does a few, right? Like he can't go to 15 people, eight people. Well, they're all like, like the finalists like, are in the same hotel, right? Are they in the hotel? Yeah. I, I, I swear I've seen ones though where like he goes to their house. David Baker. Yeah, I'm not I sure if he still does it or not. Okay. David Baker Hall of Fame. Let's look this dude up. He's a okay. few, he's a big dude, man. Big uh, so dude. he is still. Oh, oh, oh! He was the commissioner of the Arena Football League from 1996 <laughs> to 2008. Was he was the really? mayor of Irvine, California, from 1985 to night for one year till 1986. So he know. apparently stepped down as the president and CEO of the Pro Football Hall of Fame two years ago. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not sure if he still knocks, but Jared great Allen. predictions, James. Great stuff here today, man. It's been a pleasure having you and your mullet. Is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that helped get you to this pinnacle life moment today? Uh, I mean, obviously my dad for uh, inducting me into the purple pain. Um, I I will say relatively positive person. So win or lose, um, you know, I'm, I'm here for it all. Uh, We could pick a kicker in the first round and uh, I'll find a way to support it. As long as we're not, um, we're not trading or uh, acquiring Aaron Rodgers, I, I think I'll be happy. Um, obviously my wife for putting up with it, she, she actually tends to enjoy the football games, maybe less so the Vikings ones. Cause I'm, uh, a bit more anxious during those, but, uh, my wife and then my kids, my daughter's not too into football, but my son loves it. Uh, you know, he's kind of getting to live, uh, in a parallel track to that I did, uh, with JJ and I got to have Randy Moss so we're living through the era of a legendary, uh, Vikings receiver together. He's he's uh, always trying to emulate um, Justin Jefferson, you know, his flag football on Sundays. He he scored a touchdown and and uh, just this last Sunday and hit the gritty after. So love it. <laughs> That's, That's awesome, awesome, man. Well, James, we'll definitely get you on again sometime. Good luck with your predictions and enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday, man. Awesome. Cheers.
All right, yep, there he is, stuff. James down in Texas. Great jacket, great mullet. Before we make our final few predictions here and make our quarterback cesspool challenge Super Bowl picks, you can hang out with us this Saturday. That's right, at the Minnesota Golf Show inside the Minneapolis Convention Center. So the golf show runs Friday through Sunday. Information, ticket information, details, all available at mngolfshow.com. We will be there specifically on Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. for a couple hours podcasting. We'll do a little combination of Mackie and Judd, Purple Daily, uh, just for the audience that's on site. And we'll, we'll post the audio on the podcast feed. But if you want to come hang out, we'd love to uh, cheers one with you and recklessly speculate together. Tickets to the Minnesota Golf Show, once again, at mngolfshow.com. And uh, for us, it'll be Saturday at 2 o'clock on the Josh Arnold Investment Stage. So. Come hang out with us. Don't be shy. And uh, give us your uh, your hottest Vikings take if we see you on Saturday. Also, our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company have been helping power businesses through risk management, uh, through just being a guiding hand that helps you survey the landscape. For over 100 years, 1904 to be exact, was the year that Federated was founded. Uh, Owatonna, Minnesota is where their headquarters are, so they are one of us, so to speak. And if you're just looking to, to boost your business, if you're looking for some, some better frontline protection, uh, just a better face-to-face relationship with your insurance company, Federated is here for you. Find out more information and check out what they have to offer over at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. Write this down. All right, back to Judd for your third and final, the final prediction for you of this mm-hmm. write-that-down season. So just to backtrack for a second and clarify on, on my previous Debo prediction. I want to make sure that we're on the same page here. So CBS, so so Tracy Wilson <laughs> or the sideline person for the Niners comes on with a, a report that he is, you know, that he's, he's favoring his that. shoulder. Or yeah, something. his shoulder yeah, yeah. is hurt or something like that. But he returns. I still get. I still want the point. Yeah, if there's an acknowledgement that he's okay, injured that's what I want, by I the broadcast sure the or like page. questionable yep. to return. Yep. Yeah, yep. but like I think where there's gray area is, and if if like the play has to be stopped, if like you know a trainer has to come out, obviously that would count too. Mm-hmm. Hold on, did you say he leaves with an injury and returns? Yeah, so like he's he leaves. The report is that he's questionable okay. to return, I just had and, he and he returns, returns to the game. No, I no, no, wanna... no, no. He's <laughs> the and returns part is just part of the. He could. Re... Judd is right. asking if it's possible for him to return. So yep. once again, Debo Samuel catches a pass, gets tackled, yep, goes to the sideline. You know he's he's like moving his arm around. With that's but that's a football play that happens all the time. But that doesn't count to me. Tracy Wolfson then comes on and say, and they show Debo on the sidelines right. or whatever and says, "Oh, Debo is favoring his shoulder. Yeah, he could still come back in. You get the point for that. Yep. Okay. But if but to me, if you see him coming off the field and like, oh, he's limping a little bit and he's coming off the field, but then he's like back in the game the next drive and sure. there's no acknowledgement that's whatsoever. Fair. Yep. I think that's just football. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So yeah. I just want to make sure that if he tries to tough it out after the report comes on, that I still get that point because that point is precious to me. Okay. Okay. Right there. You know, down. one more point of clarification that <laughs> just kidding. I just want to make we're we're, we're not cutting time here. There's I know. No, I there's no time it. for shenanigans. No time for jokes. Totally okay. get it. Yep. Okay. Brock Purdy will throw two or more interceptions on Sunday. Oh, he's gonna melt down. Really. Brock Purdy Biggest will game throw of his life. two. Well, 
don't forget the the sneaky thing about this is he's going against Spags defense. Spags and Spags is going to throw some. Spags has spent two weeks doing nothing but grinding film, and I know Spags; he really grinds the film. And so Brock Purdy is. Um, let's. I don't think this is going to be simple. I that that Chiefs defense, what three or four years ago, was a real sieve. They're no longer a sieve necessarily, at least not consistently. And I think looks. I think the personnel looks that are good. You know, zone blitzes, stunts. That's great. A lot of that type of thing. I'll give you this one though, just to make you sweat this prediction a little bit. So the the Chiefs have one of the heaviest blitz rates in the NFL, to your point about spags. Mm-hmm. The 49ers have already faced the three blitz heaviest teams in the NFL, Vikings, Giants, and Bucks in the regular season. Right. Brock Purdy, when blitzed this season, has a 119.4 passer rating, 67% completions. 10 yards per attempt, 16 touchdowns, three interceptions when blitzed. Yep. So he's acting, Shanahan's giving him answers on those blitzes, but like he's been great against the blitz. Yeah. I think here's what, I think here's his problem. It's not just the blitzes. It's the disguises behind the blitzes. It's the disguises you're going to see zone and man and things. They're they're, going to throw, it's two weeks. They're going to throw curveballs at Brock that Brock has not seen. It's the curveballs. The disguises. It's football. football. Two or more picks. Football. Let's go. Football. Okay, Dex. All right, last prop bet for me. One more. I'm going to add to the halftime show with Usher. Uh, so I have Alicia Keys on the record joining Usher for the halftime show. I'm going to add one more. Write this down. Ludacris will perform with Usher at the Super Bowl halftime show. Luda. Okay. I would assume if this happens, it would happen during, yeah. 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 So, yeah, um, so I would assume if that song gets played, I could add Little John to this, but Little John is there to say three words all yeah, the time. Yeah, So okay. I, I will, I'll add Ludacris as more of the legit performer. And if it's just Little John and not Ludacris, I'm going to be pissed. So uh, but regardless, <laughs> write this down. Ludacris will perform with Usher at the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. All right, my final prediction here of the season. Write this down. I got a couple here. I, I might move one of these to the uh, Mackie and Judd edition. I'll go with this one. I'm going to go for a, for a touchdown here. At least four different 49ers players will have a 20-yard gain or more offensively in this game. So at least four different. So yeah. could be CMC. Could be You're a pretty 30-yard scramble of some kind. Okay. I won't hear this. I won't have this spag slander. <laughs> spag slander. You're disrespecting my guy and Brad Childress's guy, Spags. So there it is. Those are the final predictions here, boys, of the 2023-24. Write that down season. Okay. For the quarterback cesspool challenge, and we can pop this up here. These are the regular season rules that you see on the YouTube channel. But we, all season long, have been celebrating bad quarterback play across the NFL. Declan dominated the regular season. Declan dominated the, the weekly victories. He dominated the overall aggregate lowest average QBR, but throughout the regular season, we were picking who we thought would be the worst quarterbacks each week, and we were going on lowest QBR on a 0-100 to scale. Then we did a playoff edition. Declan wasn't so lucky in the playoff edition. That's okay. Uh, Judd and I wind up in the three playoff weeks. I had two victories. Judd had one. I had the lowest average QBR. Judd edging Declan for the second lowest average QBR. 
So, Declan, you're going to have to just kind of enjoy your regular season victory and watch the Super Bowl with no stress, okay? No stress? <laughs> write that down. He's going to be very stressed. That's true. There's there's tons of stress and write that down. Debo grabs yeah. his knee and has to be stretchered off. So, it's between me and Judd, and we're resetting these average QBR scores do not matter for the Super Bowl. It's just we have to assign one quarterback to each of us for the Super Bowl, and whoever's quarterback has the worst QBR wins the playoff QBR or uh, uh, quarterback cesspool challenge, okay? My question to you guys is how should we decide who gets to pick their quarterback? Should we just do paper, rock, scissors? I have an idea, and I I actually kind of meant to send you guys this before the show to maybe not completely kill this segment. I think the winner of tomorrow's random Viking of the week Gets, to, gets pick. to pick. Oh gosh, that's it's great, dude. It's great. Nice work, Dex. Okay. I meant I meant I forgot. Nope. Uh, great, that's great producer. Perfect, right? dude. You didn't tell me before yeah. this, but yeah, I love that idea. That's perfect. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make a note here. Okay. And then we can just do it. Winner, like, how about this? Winner gets to it's like winning a coin toss. You can either yeah. pick your quarterback or you can defer to the other person if you want to. I mean, I love Brock Purdy. I, I would just assume the winner gets to pick Brock Purdy, but maybe the maybe hey, that's your guys' strategy. So I'll just stay out of this. Whoever wins Random Viking of the Week, you're yeah, you get to pick. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. Okay, so that solves it right there. There's your quarterback cesspool challenge update here. <laughs> we will we will we will make our official picks after Random Viking of the Week tomorrow. Before we go. We have another mock draft update. We've been stockpiling these as many as we can on these shows going back to November. Uh, We did one on a bonus episode, very reckless speculation, heavy bonus episode. But we have one from Pro Football Focus today, boys. Mm -hmm. This is actually from yesterday. PFF with a brand new mock draft. They've got Caleb Williams going to the Bears, number one. Drake May Commanders, number two. Jaden Daniels, Patriots, three. So PFF going chalk here. Marvin Harrison Jr. going four to the Cardinals. Brock Bowers, the Georgia tight end, to the Chargers at five. Roma Dunze, Washington wide receiver, six to the Giants. Joe Alt, tackle Notre Dame, to the Titans at seven. It's very chalky here. Very chalky. Yeah, so far I'm very bored with this one. Falcons take Jared Verse, the edge rusher from Florida State. Bears take Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver. Chalkity chalk. Jets take Olu Fushanu, tackle from Penn State. And that puts the Vikings on the clock at 11. Where the pick is in. According to Pro Football Focus, the Vikings select edge rusher Dallas Turner from Alabama. I want a mock. Mock. Expect more from them. PFF, that's a, come on, guys. Bo Nix, by the way, is going 12th to the Broncos, and then Michael Penix Jr. going 13th to the Raiders. So two quarterbacks in the two picks right after the Vikings. Is there an explanation on, on like, the Falcons pick, for instance? Is There's there like no explanations for any okay. of these. Okay, picks. I have a major problem here. Number one, if you don't predict trades, you're a coward. But number two, <laughs> if you're going to have the Falcons not take a quarterback, explain to me why. I agree. I, like, like, I need, need a little the, more. Oh, they might take more. a defense, but they have no yeah. quarterback. Oh, there's a second round here. Oh. Got worked up there. Oh, we got a second round. Where the Minnesota Vikings 
with the 42nd pick in the 2024 NFL Draft, select Michigan man, quarterback J.J. McCarthy. I want to mock! Mock! Right. Now, if their explanation had said, we're predicting Kirk Cousins signs with the Falcons, that makes a lot of, you know, that all makes sense. Cowards. Cowards. They are. They're, they're, cow- they're, they're cowards. Cowards, dude. Bunch of cowards. So, but that's how it plays out. Vikings go defense in the first round. Bunch of quarterbacks. Five quarterbacks go off the board in the first round, and then they wind up selecting J.J. McCarthy. All right, boys. Good luck with your write that down predictions this don't weekend. Mean that. You don't mean good, good luck I to do. us. You're nope. trying to win. I wish you guys Why would well. you wish us good luck? Car- I don't want the karma gods to strike me down by. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to I hope for your thing. sake that Debo Samuel gets dinged up a little, not like career threatening or anything. I hope you get that point. I prefer All that the work too. that you put in to try and get that point. I hope I'd, you get it. I'd prefer that too. Well, you know what? I looked I'm at the big... against you on that prediction. Just <laughs> I looked at the big picture of things and said, what can I do that's creative, that's constructive, that's going to make people think? And you're like, what if we spent <laughs> half the show debating the nuance Sam- of... Yeah. Sam- exactly right. <laughs> this is what it's, it's all about, Purple Daily. It's, write it's that the prop bet area of the whole year, and you, and you go, what if I... I used to try to do those. I, they bore me. How about what if one of us should have done the uh, someone will spike the Gatorade and Andy Reid will be buzzed uh, by the time the second quarter rolls around. Actually, here's Andy Reid will be eating a bacon cheeseburger in Chiefs his post game press conference. Does Reid resign post game? I think there's a lot of steam there. There is. Yeah. And I think there has been for a while. But I mean, at some point in time. I might make you, I might make that one. You on go out on top, today. dude. You go out on top. You go out on top. Yep. Something special about that. And he and like, he would go down then as one of the great, like the six or seven greatest yeah. football coaches in history, right? Yes, and that that comes after an epic run in Philadelphia where he couldn't get where he couldn't win it. I might do an Andy Reid parlay on the OG Mackie and Judd version, which we do another version of. Write that down. Score North YouTube channel, Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. We will see you guys tomorrow. Thor Nystrom making his return to Purple Daily tomorrow. Great hair. See you there.